You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to KLT and KLT HD2 and Odyssey Station. Back-to-back text to the Trailer Wheel and Frame text page. Um, Trailer Wheel and Frame! Uh, from 4455. Sean, that was actually a decent Hakeem. Ha ha. Next text, 5883. Hey, Sean, worst Hakeem accent ever. Yeah. It was impromptu. I haven't worked on it that much yet, all right? Lay off, 5883. Chill it out. It wasn't, uh, yeah. And, and I'm not going to workshop it now on the air because... Some may even think it's insensitive that I do that, so I'm not going to do that. Well, okay, so if you do a Nigerian accent, because we, Houston has the largest Nigerian-American community uh-huh. in America. Well, this should Did go you know swimmingly that? then with me doing it, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we do it, and we have quite a few like first-generation uh, or, or Nigerian immigrants that, that listen to the show. Yeah. Um, so we'd have to find out. We'd have, we'd have to start canvassing some of our Nigerian <laughs> listeners to see oh, if it's speaking okay. Speaking of Nigerian uh, immigrants, yeah. uh, Andy Kalu, who's second, well, first generation born in Nigeria. His parents are from Nigeria. His son just committed to Baylor. He did, yeah. Congrats yeah. to Andy Kalu's son committing to uh, Baylor Bears. Sick him. Um, but yeah, did you know that that we have the largest Nigerian American? I did not. And yeah, I did yeah. not. I did not. Mm-hmm. Is there a percent? Do you know what the percentage is, or is just the largest? It's big. It's big. There yeah. you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> no, there was a long article in the Chronicle about uh, Nigerian American immigrants. Also, it's a, it's like the one socio, or it's the one ethnic group in America, like across any ethnic group or race or anything that has like it's it's the highest percentage of advanced degrees. Yes. That and um, because like in Nigeria itself, there's a strong tradition of education and everything. But then here, the Nigerian community has realized also that aside from just encouraging education, that it's one of the very best ways to continue staying in America. Yep. Um, You know, America wants to encourage as many people with advanced degrees tend to create jobs for others. They do. uh, Yeah. So it's it's a fascinating. It's it's something for Houston to be proud of. It's like kind of a fascinating socioeconomic experiment going on uh, right in our city limits. Absolutely. So if you see a Nigerian today, encourage him to listen to our show. Right. And then text in and ask. Uh, this is why you get the advanced degree in linguistics. Right. So you can criticize Sean's, uh, criticize or compliment Sean's Hakeem. Hakeem Max, it's 50-50 yeah. right now. It's a small sample size. It's two texts. But right now, it's a coin flip as to whether or not it was any good. Um, Texans injury report yesterday. Nico Collins, Kenyon Green, still both out. I would imagine that it's <laughs> a practice on a Wednesday yesterday for a game that's on a Saturday. I would guess that they're both going to miss the game on Saturday against the Titans. Here was the big news from the injury report, Seth. Guess who was a full participant yesterday? Full participant. Old old Cookie. Cooks, uh, okay. Brandon Cooks, full participant in practice yesterday, according to the injury report. Oh, I thought I had read that he was limited. I must have been looking at the the day. Oh, because they have a Tuesday practice. Because it's a Saturday game, they had, okay, I was looking at Tuesdays. Um, Okay, well, uh, I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, Frankly... 
I'd rather see the young. I'd rather see some hot Chris Moore action. <laughs> I don't like. All right, great. Brandon Cooks is out there. What an, some, what an inspiration for us all, boy. Amari on Titans action. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Oh yeah. Some I'd rather beat him action. with Amari Rogers and Chris Moore, two guys who want to be with the Texans for now, than, uh, than any than some guy that pouted interminably because he couldn't get traded away from the Texans. I am with you on this. I, I like know, people who show up for work. I myself. do too. I do too. I'm with you on this. My gut reaction. I, now my, my gut reaction yesterday was what you're just talking about. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I didn't, I'm just kind of liking this whole Brandon cooks, you know, being truculent thing and being, uh, you know, just kind of sitting off to the side. Um, and I say that as somebody, Seth, who said a month ago that when Brandon cooks was totally sideways with the organization, as opposed to now where everything's super copacetic, evidently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but a month ago when he got back on the field after that Eagles game that he missed, they said the best thing for everybody is that he balls out for the next two months so he makes himself tradable. Oh, that's you know, he makes, true. You, and, yeah. and, and so, but with these three games left in the season, I'm like, I feel like that ship has sailed. I feel like there's, I feel like there's very little he can do, both from a just a runway left in the season and, quite honestly, this offense. Like, I just don't think – I just don't think it's possible for Brandon Cooks to look the way I hoped he would look for the last couple months with these three games left in the season with this off. This offense is, if, is rags. If Bryce Young, Sean, uh, ends up being an awesome quarterback in the NFL, but Brandon Cooks had come back in the year 2022 and gone off for like 200 yards receiving in three straight weeks and knocked the Texans out of the number one spot oh. in the draft. And Bryce Young ends up being uh, one of the best quarterbacks who ever yeah. lived. A man that would just redefine expectations and physical stature for quarterbacks. Yeah. All those things. Um, uh, that'll be – they'll we'll have to – We'll have to we'll have to have graffiti up about Brandon Cooks. That's almost like the be someone sign uh, that, that will never die, no matter how often it gets painted over. Uh, painting Brandon Cooks to be the villain that ruined Houston sports Ugh, forever. Yeah, God. I don't want any part of him. I'm done with him. Yep. He's just he's a he's a he's a whiny powder. He just he no showed work because you upset about not getting traded. Not getting traded. And and made his buddy cryptic, got fired. I, I can almost I can forgive him even less for the cryptic tweets and threats and promises promises of truth telling that have still gone untold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Um by the way, uh Laramie Tunsil named a starter for the Pro Bowl yesterday. Oh yeah. So that was good. He's the, you know, he's the only guy, the only Texan currently on the roster who's been named to a Pro Bowl in several years. John Weeks made it to a Pro Bowl he did. A, he did. a while back. But yeah, since about I, I was looking at it this morning 2018 or so, you know, J.J. Watt and Jadeveon Clowney, Deshaun Watson in 2020. Yep. Uh, but the last couple of years, it's been uh, Laramie Tunsil's the only guy in the last couple of years The only years one. Do you, uh, you see who else is a starter at cornerback? This will be something that will be a whole lot of fun to talk about. Well, Susan Gardner? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Saucy Gardner is a starter. Sauce Gardner and Patrick Sertan are the two starters at cornerback for the uh, – for the AFC. So have well, at it. Sean. That should be a whole lot of fun tonight on Thursday Night Football as a Texan fan watching Sauce Gardner get uh, get all the flowers for three hours tonight on the I broadcast. Wonder, okay, so in Derek Stingley's mind, I'm going to tell you this. Mm -hmm. If I put myself in Derek Stingley's cleats, mm -hmm. I am thinking, because I'm a confident young man, yep. I'm thinking, man, if the, if the Texans had just taken Sauce Gardner – 
I would be getting defensive rookie of the year in a pro bowl up in New York right now. Yeah. Cause I'd be playing cornerback on a really good defense and I would also – I'd be playing cornerback on a really good defense. They'd be using me more in line with what I feel like I'm, I'm capable of doing. Um, and, and that's where I don't – I'm not too worried about whether or not Derek Stingley is disgruntled or not. I just don't want to myself be in the position of saying that, you know what, you got some good points, man. You got some really good points. It's – yeah, you would have been way better off up in, in, in New York. They actually have turned their defense way the hell around. Yep. And – despite whiffing on a quarterback, they're in the playoff hunt right now. So for everybody that thinks like, oh, gosh, you just can't turn it. takes forever to turn a team around. Boy, it's just I never know. How are you going to do it? Probably going to be seven or eight years. Um, you should hold your coaches, your GMs, everybody to high standards. The turnaround can come way faster. than you, Even if you whiff on a quarterback. Yep. Yeah, even absolutely. if you whiff on a quarterback. The Jets whiffed on Zach Wilson, and they're basically playing what amounts to a, an elimination game in week 16. They're not a great team. But they're seven and seven with a horrible quarterback situation. Isn't that what I was just talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, I was looking at the quarterbacks for the, um, oh, the okay. Pro Bowl. Uh, <laughs> okay. It happens, as you know. Uh, <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. Look at the Jets. Right, 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 right. Um, so, um, no, I was looking at the the AFC and NFC quarterbacks are, are really. Who are they? Who are the AF, Who are the seventeen AFC quarterbacks named to the Pro Bowl? For some, for God knows what reason, they have four quarterbacks named to the Pro Bowl. Well, it's every three. Year. They have three for each conference. It, well, some of them will bow out. I don't know if they'll bow out anymore because it's just some skills competition. It's not a game anymore, right? Oh, so they'll probably go. They're yeah. getting together for like mini golf and things like that. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, but I think it's interesting. Like the court, the three quarterbacks who got named to the AFC and the NFC. Um, are very indicative, I think, of the difference between the two conferences right now. The three quarterbacks for the AFC, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, mm -hmm. three of the four guys who are on the list for the MVP of the league, uh, who are the only ones left that you can bet on for quarterbacks who you can bet on for MVP. The NFC, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, who is the fourth quarterback yeah. on that list, Yeah, Geno Smith and Kirk Cousins. Wow. Yeah. Bit of a drop-off. Hmm. What was who was it yesterday that was saying that he thinks seventeen teams could acquire a quarterback this offseason? It was Barnwell said nineteen teams might be changing quarterbacks this year. And um, things that it's crazy how the quarterback needle goes back and forth from wasn't it just a year ago we were saying, you know, look, pretty much everybody in the league except for a few teams feels pretty good about was. their quarterback. It was, right now. it was. They're yeah. just gonna watch it play out. It was. Um, and the funny thing about that is two of the teams that were part of Barnwell's nineteen teams that could change their quarterbacks. Seattle and Minnesota, two of the Pro Bowl quarterbacks yeah. this year. <laughs> I mean, honestly, okay, if you look at some of the some of the quarterbacks that you thought teams felt really good about and they're settled, they don't need to start making any moves. Um, yeah, Minnesota would be one of them. Yeah. Uh, like Geno Smith uh, was not one of those ones that people felt. That's ironic, too, is that people would never have said Geno Smith except that now he might actually be – the somebody that the the Seahawks feel good about. Yep. Um, but it's not. Uh, you know, we figured Detroit was same thing with Detroit. Yeah. We figured Detroit was going to be in the mix for a quarterback, but they might just stick with Jared Goff. Dude, Jared Goff, I bet is like like the first alternate in the NFC right now. Yeah. <laughs> like he's had a really good year. Tua was a guy that people figured, uh, okay, well, they'll probably be looking. Nobody really likes Tua. They say they like him, but the problem. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers, you get the sense of God. If it weren't for that ridiculous contract, it would, it, they'd, be, they'd be dumping him on a curb somewhere in Minnesota. <laughs> yes. 
Um, you know what else is interesting just looking at this? Of the six running backs that were named across both conferences, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry in the AFC, and then over again, over like those are three marquee household names. Then over in the NFC, the three running backs are Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, and Miles Sanders. What's interesting about that is of those six guys, four of them are free agents. Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, and Miles Sanders are all uh, free agents who've had awesome years but are probably going to be super disappointed when they get to free agency as to what they're going to get because of the position that they play. Yeah. Um, and plus the supply. <laughs> there's like, oh, there's four good – usually there's like maybe one good running back. Oh, there's four? Oh, okay. Yeah, and it just, it's just – it's getting worse and worse, like with each ensuing second contract that ends up with – because now it used to be there were disappointments. Now they're retiring <laughs> like a, a year or two into it. Yeah. The guys on their second contracts. It's uh, – oh, boy, Damian Pierce. I really – I just – I really like Damian Pierce. And I just hope not just, not just for, for, for poor little Seth Payne's sake, Sean. I hope for Damian Pierce's sake that the Texans can turn it around soon because I don't want to see all of his efforts wasted in however many years his career is. Hopefully Same. he plays 15 years. Yes. But, man, it just uh, – they are shooting stars these yes. days. Yes, yes. Same. I agree. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a, uh, on a Thursday. 713 572 Four six ten. The Texans are heading to Tennessee. Christmas Eve rematch with the Titans. Hear the action here on Sports Radio six ten. Seth and I have Texans countdown at nine a.m. presented by Modelo. Kickoff is at noon. Texans post game right after that. Spend Christmas Eve with us here on Sports Radio six ten. The Texans only a three point underdog. People, we make it a a victory as a gift on uh, on Christmas Eve from the Houston Texans, and you can listen to it right here on Sports Radio six ten. Up next, um. <laughs> An extreme thing that um, I posed the question, uh, or we had a question posed to us on the Utopia podcast, would you, if the Texans were guaranteed X amount of wins, would you take a punch from this person? And you will not believe John McClain's answer to this question. That is next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents... 
Payne and Pendergast. So, um, one of the big news stories earlier this week, if you've seen the video by now, you know, was Willie McGinnis getting arrested in West Hollywood. Uh, the incident took place over the weekend. He turned himself in on Monday. Willie McGinnis, former Pro Bowl outside linebacker for those uh, Belichick Patriots teams. Teammate of Ted Johnson, the early part of this century in 2000. 2001, 2003, 2004 Super Bowl teams. He's part. Of, he's been on the NFL Network for the last several years. Still looks to be in phenomenal shape. He's 51 years old, and he looks like he could still play. Um, but there was a video that surfaced of him and some of what appear to be his friends just beating the snot out of a dude in a nightclub in West Hollywood. The video is really disturbing. Willie McGinnis gets in. Willie McGinnis gets in the first punch, a complete sucker punch, left hook, right to the guy's face as the guy is half standing up. Like, the guy's not even fully standing, and Willie McGinnis just blasts him in the face, and Willie McGinnis' buddies proceed to just do a mob-style beatdown on the guy, which included Willie McGinnis grabbing a champagne bottle and hitting the dude in the face. It appeared to hit him in the face multiple times in the scrum. McGinnis has been arrested, and as far as broadcasting goes, (laughs) apparently um, the NFL Network has not removed Willie McGinnis from their website, at least as of yesterday, according to Mike Florio, um, the NFL Network's statement on the incident was, we are aware of the incident and the video, which is disturbing. Willie McGinnis will not appear on NFL Network while we review the matter. To which I I asked the question, because we saw the whole incident. We didn't see the backstory. We don't know the history between Willie McGinnis and the guy. I just know the video is super disturbing, and honestly, the sucker punch is just deplorable. My question would be, under what circumstances can you do what Willie McGinnis did to this guy and keep your high-profile network job? It's um, Well, that's the thing. is uh, he, had, he had tweeted out, Willie McGinnis, that is, had, had tweeted out, um, on in, or, sorry, put it on Instagram, things aren't always how they seem at first glance. The truth will prevail. Truth is with a capital T. Okay. So either... Either uh, there's more to the story, or the truth is uh, the name of the attorney that he has retained, and, uh, and, <laughs> and he will which prevail. I would like. I feel like that's a better story. Some <laughs> some uh, some up and co- coming it's future Jackie Cochran, who's uh, <laughs> name uh, Johnny Cochran, named the truth. Okay. So I this oh god. I I love how you combine the attorney from Seinfeld's name with yeah. Johnny Cochran. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Unless that is a Johnny Cochran type guy waiting in the wings, I, the, the question would be: Okay, in this instance, the, the, like it clearly wasn't self-defense. So I'm thinking that Willie McGinnis is going to have a story where this man that they attacked has done something egregiously wrong. Better have you know it, to where people could say, okay, you know, yeah. then I don't want to get too into speculation or whatever. But maybe this guy, Maybe the story is going to be that this guy did something to one of Willie McGinnis' family members sure. or something, like something really awful like that. You know, like in the eyes of the law, that still doesn't give you the right to go vigilante on his ass. Um, but I think in the eyes of the public, it's at least people understand it a bit more. Um, I just, I don't know, if, if, but I don't know if the NFL network is, <laughs> the NFL network can't be in a position where like, oh, well, he was really upset with this guy, it turns out, for justifiable reasons. So that's why six guys attacked him. Yeah. I think the only justifiable, 
The only thing I can think of right now that would be like legally justifiable is if the guy was holding somebody ransom and it was like, uh, <laughs> like there's a bomb's going to explode in a minute, in a minute or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. like we we got to go into the movie movie land for something that's like legally justifiable. Yeah, I mean, moment. could he could he have said something threatening to Willie McGinnis? Or I mean, like I guess then you go, okay, well you're supposed to go to the police then if he did that. You know, if he, yeah, he, like he it was said right previously. Right. You know, yeah, like, like I feel like I can almost feel people you know bowing up and being like, well, if somebody does that to me, like. Yeah, cool. That's good. I get it, but it doesn't make it justifiable yeah. in the eyes of the law. Yeah. Um, we got a question to the Utopia Football Podcast, Seth. Uh, John McClain and I did for our mailbag episode. We do a mailbag every Wednesday. We record it on Tuesdays. If you want to send a question right now about the Texans, or as you'll see, uh, well, this is a Texans question, I guess. But you can send a question about anything. We like we like uh, the you know the off topics as well. Um, Texans. Uh, a, oh, sorry, H-O-U mailbag at gmail.com. H-O-U mailbag at gmail.com. The question was this. <laughs> How many wins would the Texans need to be guaranteed in 2023 for you to say yes to Willie McGinnis punching you square in the face one time? Yeah. McLean's answer, McLean answered this so quickly it was disturbing. Because I posed, cause I, what I do is I read the questions, John answers them, then I'll usually comment on John's answer. Um. I said, how many wins would the Texans need to be guaranteed in 2023 for you to say yes to Willie McGinnis punching you square in the face one time? Nine! <laughs> because that would get, and I didn't even get a follow-up like, why nine? He goes, nine, that would have him right in the mix for a wild card spot, and that would be an acceptable 2023. I'm like, John, it, like Willie McGinnis is going to punch you in the face for those nine wins. He didn't care. He's 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 right. He's here for so Texans. If you're listening, just know that John McClain will sacrifice that beautiful face of his if you it's can just no, go get nine wins next year. I don't think whenever I hear people answer hypotheticals about that type of thing, I don't think they. Um, I I think they're like in denial about just what can happen with one punch, which is weird in in a city like Houston where Rudy Tomjanovich almost died True. by way of spinal fluid leaking out through his spine yes. uh, because he got punched once. You're a genius. But yes, he, that like, is true. <laughs> it's one punch. It's yeah. all it takes is one square. You, especially you said a square punch. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and at the very least, if not death, even worse, is permanent brain okay. damage. Okay, what something. if, since it's a hypothetical, I can do these things. What if I guarantee you that you're not going to die or be putting it's just a punch and you're going to get you might break a nose or obviously bruising in the face uh, if and, all you're and talking be, about is just extreme pain and discomfort for yeah, a while yeah yeah one win i'm good <laughs> really yeah i mean now i mean like as long as we have the right to earn more wins sure on top of sure it. you'll yeah. leave it up to the football gods so as long yeah Sean, pain is an illusion it's uh, pretty much just it's a Sense. message that your body's trying to send to your brain and that's once you recognize Boy, it as that such is a it's easy to kind of just ignore the message. I feel like you have to have that mentality to be an NFL football player, and I'm not even joking. No, some of them are pretty soft. Like, uh, there's different degrees of toughness, and some guys are soft, and yeah. some guys can handle more. I know, like, I don't think I was that tough. I just, I, I just had more experience with pain. Yeah. So uh, it didn't, it didn't matter as much to me. So I was able to, like, I was able to play through a lot of things and endure a lot of things that other guys wouldn't. Just because I had more experience, like with pain, okay, and, and from some people, because some people, like they they have a psychological reaction to pain more so than it should, to where they they freak out about it because they're not familiar with it, right? Um, it's like once you learn, like once you learn that it's not something to get emotional about. It's amazing when you detach emotion from pain how 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 much more bearable it is. Yeah. So yeah. 
Because my answer was, was some guys. Some guys can't handle pain when it turns out. Oh, uh, they're a cornerback and Randy Moss is on the schedule. Next <laughs> That's year. true. All of a sudden, yeah, their pain tolerance That's goes true. way down. <laughs> Woo! This ankle. Woo! It's a great three. <laughs> yes, yes, the Moss virus, absolutely. Because yeah. um, my answer was thirteen. 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 Yeah. I would need to be in the mix. For, it's just number of wins. It's not how far they're going to go in the playoffs. I mean, you can try to negotiate that with the football gods, but the question was how many wins would you need to be guaranteed? I would need enough wins to where I feel like they've got a more than reasonable shot to be the number one overall seed in their conference. Yeah. Because then they get the bye, and then they're setting themselves up for a deep playoff run. So if I can if I can get enough wins to set them up to where they have home field throughout the playoffs, bring it on, Willie. Now, it's got to be with his left hand. I don't think he's a lefty is what I was told, and he, he used his left hand to – to hit that dude in the video. so Dude, you're uh, after 13 punches, though. No, 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 just one punch. Just one punch. Oh, 13 wins. Just, yeah, right, I need 13 right. wins. Punch, oh, 13 no, 13 wins. wins. I don't want to die. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was the one thing I took from that video where the guy, at least on the grainy surveillance video, didn't look like he was all that worse for wear. He was still standing no. and yelling and calling people out and everything. I do feel like covering up. When people, if you, as long as you can cover up and curl up a little bit, it's hard for people to get a really good, solid shot in yeah. on you, um, and no, no kicking was involved. So, it, like, it, it, it wasn't. I, I was actually. I feel like as long as you can curl up into a ball until until help arrives, there's uh, you still got a fighting chance by not fighting whatsoever. That's yeah. true. That's true. People are pointing out on the trailer wheel and frame text page. Trailer wheel and frame seven one one five. When you talk about pain, you sound like you're talking in the third person. <laughs> Because your last name oh, is Payne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you a thing about Payne. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we we need to grab the audio deal. and see what it sounds like. Let's pretend that Seth is talking in the third person when he's ringing up Payne. I've had a lot of experience with Payne. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, he'll come in he'll come in hard and strong, but uh, you realize that uh, he's not, it's not actually all that much to, to, to contend with. That's what's yeah. funny is you kind of marginalized Payne in that in Yeah, that I know, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said they would need 20 wins. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed 20 wins in 2023 to take. Yeah, a are you punch. allowed to curl up as you're taking these shots, or do you? Just no, just no, there? you have to have your hands behind your shot. back. Yeah. <laughs> it's square in the face. Square. It is hard. Um, it's hard if you're fighting somebody. Once they do go down, I'm thinking of, it's just really hard to get a. You have to almost kind of get a rabbit. Oh well, it's kind of like uh, with Nolan Ryan. Yeah. You know when he had Ventura in the headlock, you can only kind of rabbit punch and you got to like pepper him like you're like you're stabbing him with a prison shift or yeah. something. <laughs> it's it's hard to really get a big old roundhouse blow into somebody and you can't get your you can't get your uh, your wrist straightened out either. It's, so it's uh, it's tough. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you on a Thursday. Seven one three five seven two four six ten is the uh, is the number. Um, Tim McMahon covers the NBA for ESPN. And brought up a possibility that I'm very curious if Rocket fans would be okay with this, which also made me think, would the other teams in town be okay with other guys coming back to the Rockets? Would you be okay with this scenario if you are a Rockets fan? We will tell you what it is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you. Um, Tim McMahon of ESPN.com was on a podcast, and he kind of dropped this little nugget about James Harden. We'll be fascinating to see how free agency plays out. You know, there's... There's already been, and you know how the league works. There's a lot of, a lot of gossip. You know, there's a lot of dot connected. Hey, if things don't work out in Philly, James Harden back to Houston. You know, just keep an eye out on that. I think keep an eye out on that is is certainly fair. Okay, so that was uh, that was you know a general topic where it turned into a micro drive by on a possible Harden reunion. Yeah, with the Houston thought- Rockets. Was he? I, I felt like he was just kind of using that as an example, as like, while well, simultaneously dismissing that. That that's a, like he said, it's a lot of connecting of the dots. It's not actual reporting. It's just people like uh, Windhorse when he was like, eh, 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 I, I, I thought at the end there, he he gave he legitimized it a little bit at the end there. I thought, but with what? Yeah, I don't know. Play it one more time. It's only twenty seconds. Play it one more time. Will be fascinating to see how free agency plays out. You know, there's. There's already been, and you know how the league works. There's a lot of a lot of gossip. You know, there's a lot of dot connected. Hey, if things don't work out in Philly, James Harden back to Houston. You know, just keep an eye out on that. I think keep an eye out on that is is certainly fair. Yeah, keep an. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I, but there was a but after that. No, there. Yeah, there was. No, and I bring that up because it's. But that's not the first that that's been that smoke has been out there. And I do right. know. I do know this from talking to people who were with the Rockets when James was there, and that all went down. That it was way more cordial behind the scenes than it was with fans out in front with with Harden yeah. to where well, that even with uh, yeah. I, mean, I guess that, even with fans out in front for the most part, it was it was one of the weirdest forced departures ever where I feel like there were a lot of diehard Rockets fans that were still kind of like, all right, well, uh, I'm not too, maybe we'll keep the door open. Right, buddy. I've, it's, it's, you know, what's interesting about that, Seth, you're right. It feels like the more casual a Rockets fan you were, the angrier you were about James Harden doing what he did because you're, and not, not to like overgeneralize here, but if like you're a casual Rocket fan, then casually you might look at sports and get mad that guys are able to demand their way out of guaranteed contracts. In right. Places. Well, no, or, I mean, I get, well, yeah, I mean, I've, there's a, there's a whole spectrum of like t- t- things on that one. Um, but yeah, I think given just, let's just not even, not even without trying to divide the fan base up or anything, the outrage and the outroar wasn't nearly what you would have expected if you were to describe that situation to somebody. If you were to say, hey, 
this uh, this guy he's been with the team forever has a you know has a has a very very good contract uh, has basically made some moves to try to get guys in here that really didn't work out but now now that the team now that the moves that this guy wanted to make didn't work out and the team is bad he he's trying to force himself out by playing really poorly on the court you would think like oh that guy, I hate that guy I hate that guy and that that really wasn't the overwhelming response, which I think at least partly is because people, I think people did genuinely appreciate the fact that the guy gave the, the guy gave the Rockets a decade of extreme relevance. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And it's, um, it's not the way they would have wanted it to end, but they, it, it was hard for a lot of people to completely go there and just turn the switch and hate the guy. Yeah. And I think I, you look, the one it gets compared to all the time is Deshaun Watson demanding a trade from the Texans. In no small part because everything seemed to happen within days of each other. It was the both yeah. those James's press conference where he said, "We're just no good. I don't know what we can do to fix this." We, everybody remembers that press conference. That was literally within a few days of Deshaun. The reports surfacing of Deshaun w- wanting a trade from the Texans, and I think, and I think that provides a good contrast too. Whereas there, there may be Rocket fans that felt deep down like we've probably reached the end of the line with what we can do with Jay. We're not winning an NBA title with James Harden here. Yeah, there's that part of it that, okay, as he's aging and he's not the alpha anymore, yeah. what do you do moving forward? Is it going to be a complete teardown anyway? So, okay, can we grab this? And it did part of it too, I think both those situations were, and also with Deshaun, until all the allegations emerged and until you know Deshaun also used the leverage to get more money than he already had on his contract – uh, the majority of people, and we were like honestly polling people in Dongville, the majority of people supported Deshaun because the Texans organization had been such a mess. Yes. So there were different circumstances that, that led to the, the request, but in neither, in both of those scenarios, the initial response wasn't as, as bad as you would think. I guess the question becomes, okay, we can, can we appreciate, can we appreciate Harden for everything he did for the Rockets and how relevant he made them, but at the same time recognize, okay, but this guy, like we just said, he's not an alpha anymore, and what does it look like trying to use him as the veteran guy to build around um, while well, you already have these young guys on your team? I just it feels like a, It feels like you're shoehorning him back in just for sentimentality's sake. And I think that's a bad place for an organization to be when you start doing things because of sentimentality. It feels like a hard no to me that I wouldn't want him back. And it has. Yeah. And then I but I've watched a lot of this team over the last, you know, over this over the last couple of years, but especially th- this season I've watched a lot more of them just cuz they're fun to watch and they've been winning a few games. They lost last night, but whatever. Um Kevin Porter Jr is the point guard of this team right now and he's not in my mind he's not really a point guard. Like he's more of a scorer. He's a good ball handler. He's not a great distributor. Like I and they just signed him to a contract that's fairly easy to get out of but looks more long-term on paper probably than it really is. And so I so I want to be open to the idea like if Harden wanted to come back, obviously he'd be coming back with the idea that okay, if you're ring chasing, this is not where you're going to be. So I don't know that I want the James back that's going and getting 35 points a night for 30 consecutive games or whatever that was. If James Okay, Humor me this. Like, if James came in and he was the point guard like he was, and remember in 2017 when da, uh, D'Antoni had him be the the main distributor as well for the team, yeah. and he led the league in assists and things like that. I could easily see plugging that version of James in with this supporting cast, and it being really really fun to watch. I just don't know that James is wired to be a guy 
who's the lead veteran dude in a locker room full of these young dudes. Well, and that's again, I like. I, I have to say, I have to say it this way. Yeah. First, try this little thought experiment. Divorce anything that Harden has ever done for the Rockets or the player that he was mm-hmm. and ask yourself, why do I want James Harden to come in and be the veteran player to help out with all these young draft picks to teach how to play perhaps a, yeah. a, a certain type or version of basketball, yeah. you know, which because, yes, James Harden can facilitate. He's led the league in assists before. Yep. He's done all those things. It's also been as he is a lethal, lethal step back three and or drive to the hole type of player. So without all of that, like what exactly is it about James Harden? Not former Rockets James Harden, but James Harden right now that makes you want him as opposed to any other veteran player. Yeah, I, um, I mean the fact that he he would fill a need, basketball-wise, he would fill a need for this. I, th- I think even without him having the A-plus of the version of the skills you were talking about before, he's still a really good basketball player. Right, you know, yeah. He's, he's, still, yeah. he's still really good. I just I don't think there should be any. I I think if the if the Rockets are serious and they are, like I don't mean to like be throwing shade at them for zero reason. Yeah. Um, like I I think the Rockets have to almost look at it that way as like, you have to divorce yourself from any sentimentality yeah. about it at all and look at the cold hard facts of okay is this is this a guy that is you want to be the actual veteran voice on your team? Totally. Yeah, you know. no, no, totally. It's it, it would trust me with me. It's just all the basketball skill. I would be, ner- I'd be nervous as hell about two things: the locker room part that you're kind of talking about there, and the medical part. James has started to break down. That's the that's the other big difference with this version of James Harden versus the one that played ten years here or whatever it was. Yeah. He was an ox when he was here before. Like that dude got knocked down so many times, and he would get right back up. Now he's pulling hamstrings and he's missing weeks at a time. That that would be the part. It would scare me as much Is, as anything. Have there been any articles written about how he's uh, realized that, you know, well into his 30s, he has to take care of his body differently? Or I don't anything? know. I don't is there, know. Is there at least been a stab at a PR campaign? The, the closest I think we ever got to that was when he looked real skinny in that one camera angle during the COVID year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, he looked Hey, good. wow, look, from this particular angle, he right. looks super skinny. I was, okay, no, I was willing Thanks. to believe anything, too. I was like, I, I probably came in and like, Seth, did you see this picture? Okay, now somebody brings up a good point. Could it be like a version of CP3 to the Suns? And I think that's the template. The question is, CP3 is an elite leader that has always raised the level of teams that he's been on. Yeah. I think it's, you know, I don't think that's always been the case with James. There's been times when he was supposed to be that guy with the Rockets that he dragged the team down. Um, I think it's safe to say his one year with the Nets didn't go nearly as well as they thought it would, and neither has his time in Philadelphia so far. And look, and I'll tell you honestly, and I'm not I, like the recent history of James Harden is when things are tough, he gets fat and doesn't play hard on the court. Yes, like that, the recent history with the Rockets, yeah. and that's a that's a rough image to leave a city with, but then also come back and the the thought is, oh yeah. He's going to be the guiding light for these young guys. I just, it'd be like bringing Brandon Cooks back next year and having Brandon Cooks give speeches about sticking it out and, and, and being tough and, you know, persevering no matter what. But then whine like hell on social media when things don't go your way. Are there any of these guys? Harden might end up being the most likely in the end to answer the question I'm about to say, but I, are there any of these guys that have left town on any of the three teams? You know, because it's been a lot of them. You know, with the Astros, it's been a lot free agency. Texans, it's been a lot with the dismantling of the team. Um, and then, obviously, the Rockets with Harden and CP3 and Russell Westbrook, et cetera. 
Yeah. Are there any of those guys that you could see a chance of a reunion late in their career where they come back and finish out as a as a Texan or an Astro or a Rocket? Chris Paul. Okay. Uh, no on J.J. Watt or DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think. I don't, I don't think, think J.J. would want to come back and be like a, a – like a guy that comes in and plays like 15 no snaps chance. or anything. No, no not, chance. Not to this city. He might do it in another city, but no I don't chance. think he would. Now, unless, unless, you know what, unless he was ring, like, unless he does like what Ndamukong Su does, which maybe, maybe yeah. in like what ends up being JJ's last year, the Texans are really good and yes. they need somebody goes down and they sign him in November or something. That's yeah. the only scenario that JJ yeah. comes back. Yeah. Let me throw one at you. Verlander has 244 wins. He's got a three-year contract with the New York Mets. He goes and he gets, I don't know, 45 wins with the Mets these three years. He's 11 wins short of 300, and he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. And he's 43 years old. And the Astros are still really, really good because they've got a core that's going to carry them through the end of the decade. I could see Verlander coming back for one last oh, swing yeah, with easily. the Astros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. He's, he's at mercenary stage right yeah. now. He's going to go wherever the situation fits. But the team I don't think, probably, I don't think there are any hard feelings. No, I don't think so either. And, the, and more importantly, the team is probably going to be pretty good too. I think you got to yeah, factor yeah. that in. You yeah. know, what's the staying power or the growth power of these teams? I, I feel like any of the Astros, it's an easy – because it's not yeah. – is there an Astro who's left other than Mike Fires who has bad blood? Garrett Mike Cole. Fires is the least likely, by Ga- the way. Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah, yeah. Garrett Cole uh, is a – I mean, now Garrett Cole's under contract with the Yankees for five more seasons or whatever. But would he be open to if – yeah, there's almost no avenue where he comes back where it's not – or like he's a distressed asset. Yeah. You know, so, but Garrett Cole, though, has been very magnanimous when speaking about the Astros. He has. He's stuck up for them with the being better than everybody else scandal a yep. couple times. He's like, as much as, as bad as he handled that, that press conference about the sticky stuff, it was actually also an indication of a guy that, to his own detriment in that situation, really wants to be honest as much as possible. Yeah. And, uh, like, so that like that part of it, I don't think there's hard feelings necessarily. It would just be weird. Yeah, yeah well, and by then it'll be, what, 2028? Like, like yeah, bygones are probably bygones at that Jack point. Jack Easterby? Uh, could he make a comeback with the uh, under, in a different role? Like, he, he goes and he says, you know what, I really am a character coach and a team chaplain. Just let what me about- back in the building. What about Jadevian Clowney? Clowney, I could see. Yeah. Cl- Clowney is Clowney's already a one-year mercenary. He's already at that stage where he's just doing one-year deals everywhere he goes. Right. I could totally. I bet he still has a house here. I could totally yeah. see that. Is he aware that he has a house here? <laughs> like, probably 60% chance. <laughs> yeah, I would say. No, remember how uh, that was the best thing. I'm still proud of DJ Swearinger because when DJ Swearinger's dog bit Jadevian Clowney, uh, the dog's papers were the shots were up speed. to date and everything. Yeah, <laughs> like know. it was honestly. That's a big deal, man. If your buddy's dog bites you and it doesn't have any rabies documentation or anything, and, and maybe the dog gets away and runs away, so you can't test the dog, then all of a sudden you're getting those rabies shots. Which I'm told that was one of my big fears growing up. Wasn't that one of your rabies? Big fears? Yes, you'd have totally. To get the rabies dude. shot. Totally. And you didn't have any internet to fact check any of the claims about the rabies shot. It's, <laughs> I know the rabies shot isn't fun, but the stories when we were little was that it was like a an eighteen inch needle that we yeah they stomach, put in right? right through your stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, is it still that way? Though? I don't know. We need to look up if that's true because then Kids, I'll be. 
Don't get bit by wild dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avoid the, the wild. Ra- yeah. Um, in the past, the rabies vaccine, which is no longer available, required up to 30 shots and was quite painful. Ugh. The current rabies vaccine only requires two to four shots. It's still. Following a potential exposure uh, and is much less painful. Okay, all right. Phew. Okay, it's probably okay, lasers. I feel like I can... I'll probably tell the doctor now about that squirrel that bit me yesterday. <laughs> the raccoon. The raccoon yeah. that bit me in the face. All right. Um, Pain and Pendergast, we head into the 9 o'clock hour. Good question on the text page about Bryce Young. Um, what is the floor? If they were to draft Bryce Young, the Texans, with the number one pick, what's the floor for performance where we would be saying a decade from now, yeah, that was a pretty good pick. We're going to apply some specific names to this. That is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.